Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to Champ Faith Encouragement. As always, I am one of your favorite podcast hosts and you are my favorite podcast listeners. As always, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome. Definitely come back. Check out some of the other segments and episodes and definitely I want you to follow so that you can get a ping anytime I deliver a message and you'll be the first to get it. Hot off the press. Well, let's jump right in. Again, thank you for tuning in to Champ Faith Encouragement. I want to talk today about God's love. Yes, that's right. God's love. I want you to know that God loves you no matter what. No matter where you've been, no matter shortcomings that you may have made, mistakes, failures, uh, the things that you feel that you don't mount up to, it doesn't matter. God's love. God loves you. How many of you out there have children? Sometimes your children do right. Sometimes they do wrong. Let's just be honest. Sometimes they can get on your nerves, but you still love them. It's something in you that says, no matter what they do, this is my child and I want the best for them. Well, that's how God sees you. That's right. I'm talking about you and me. He sees you as his child. His love is never failing. He said he makes a covenant of love. His love cannot be shaken. As it says in the book of Isaiah, nothing, the mountains can shake, but nothing can shake God's love for you. Ain't nothing you can do that will shake God's love for you. Now, sometimes there are consequences to our actions. Sometimes we put things things in front of us that we shouldn't. Uh, We take ourselves through trials that's not necessary and the correction comes. God does correct us because he loves us. And sometimes the adversary comes in and attack. And even though it has been allowed, maybe uh, God, you know, allowed it. And there's a lesson, but just know that God loves you. And what the devil meant for evil, we've heard the phrase, God will turn and work it for the good. Now, one thing I want you to know is to not mix up how people may mishandle you or mistreat you with God's love. We are to walk in love. God is love. And he said, if we love him, we should have love for others, our brothers and sisters. But sometimes, you know, as we go through this life and try to get it right, People don't always treat us nicely or kindly. You may have gone through some mistreatment from your childhood, on your job, in your marriage, in your family, just even from a co you know, not just a co-worker, but a neighbor. But the way a person mishandles you, whatever part of them that the adversary is using to create drama does not mean that's how God feels about you. Someone may lie on you, cheated, stole from you. And the devil's job is to make you think, well, this happened. So God doesn't care because if he loved you and cared for you, why would you go through this? Why would he allow this to happen? He could have stopped it. But that is a deception from the enemy. No matter what is taking place in this world, I want you to know that God loves you. Say it with me. God loves me. That's right. Say it one more time. 
God loves me. Now, some of you may be saying it with a smile on your face and others of you may be saying it with tears pouring down your eyes, but I'm here to let you know that your heavenly father cares for you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper because what does the Bible say? You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. Oh, come on, let's lift our hands and let's give God some praise because what? He loves who? Me. The say me. I was going to say you, <laughs> but I wanted you to say me. Say God loves me and you're going to make it through whatever you're going through. Some of you may be living on top of the world. You feel you have everything going great for you. But guess what? I still want to be an encouragement to you to just remember wherever you are, God loves you. And you know, sometimes it can be hard to comprehend. Why would he love me? I fall short. I missed the mark. Well, that's why he sent his son, Jesus, to be the ultimate sacrifice. That if you believe in him, you shall have everlasting life. And it's not by what we do, but it's by what he has done for us to show his love. What does it say in the word? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever shall believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And God is rooting for you. I want you to know that your love, the love that you need is in your heavenly father and he is rooting for you. You may feel alone, some of you, not everybody that's listening to this, but if you do ever feel alone, oh God, where are you? He is right there with you. You can talk to him, call on him. Anything you may just need a answer for, understanding, um, and a direction, whatever you need, your heavenly father wants you to talk to them. You know how we call our friends up every day? Hey, girl, what's up? Talk to your boy. Yeah, yeah, man, what's up? Talk to your girl. Talk to your boy. Talk to your husband, your wife, your kids. Nothing wrong with that. On social media, surfing, listen to the uh, YouTube videos, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. All these things are still a blessing from God that can be used of God, you know, with the positive and encouraging messages. But don't forget that the Lord just wants you to talk to him sometimes. Take that time to say, God, thank you. Thank you for my car. Thank you for my house. Thank you for my blessing, my family, my finances. Thank you, Lord God, that I have clothes on my back, food to eat. Thank you for the abundance. Thank you for all that you have given me. Just remember to give God thanks and also give back to others and say something kind wherever you are. When you feel the urge to say something negative, say something kind. Pray for one another. Jesus said to love one another. And this is how the world will know that we are of God by the love we have for one another. Well, I just wanted to take a moment to encourage you. Hope you was inspired and uplifted. And again, as we go over it in short, what did we say? God loves who? You. Say it with me. God loves me. That's right. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, you everlasting doors, that the king of glory shall come in. Now, that is a, a verse in the Bible, and I'm just quoting it. It's not direct. 
But again, remember on this podcast, we do homework. If you don't uh, hear me actually mention the verse, you can go look it up because we are growing on this channel, right? We're growing in our faith together. And definitely let some of your family and friends know. I like to say that, um, that you're getting a word of encouragement and that we're just a family here growing together. Definitely. If you want to, uh, reach out to me, you can leave a a question or a comment in that section. Um, there's going to be many more exciting topics to come. And as we evolve on this podcast, I'm glad you're with me today. Do tune back in. And again, if you follow, um, I'm not sure if you are on Spotify or what platform you're on, Apple or some of the other podcast platforms you may find this on, definitely follow so that anytime I put out a segment, an episode, you'll be the first to receive it. Well, again, just a, I know I went off for a second, but just to recap, I want you to know that God loves you wherever you've been in your life, whatever you're going through, do not mix up. If something has happened in this world that hasn't been as pleasant, that that is because God doesn't love you. That is far from the truth. He loves you unconditionally. Even if someone around you doesn't seem to love you or care, that has nothing to do with your heavenly father. Well, I want to say thank you for tuning in. Until next time, take care of yourselves. All right. God bless. Bye-bye. Hey, I'm just taking a moment to say that you are loved. Someone is praying for you. How are you doing today? Are you okay? I hope you're okay. It's going to be okay. Well, I just wanted to take a moment to let you know that you are being prayed for. The angels of heaven are all around you. Jesus is interceding for you. And know that you are not alone. It does seem lonely in this world sometimes. It doesn't matter what your life is sitting on. You could have yachts, cars everywhere, mansions, spouse, kids. But everyone can admit that at moments it can still be lonely. Well, even though you may feel alone, if you feel alone, know that you are not alone. The Holy Spirit is with you. God is there. And if you just welcome him into your life, he will make it all right. That doesn't mean that we will not have trials. I love to say that because it's true. That doesn't mean that we don't have situations that come up that can make us uneasy, uncomfortable, make us feel like quitting or giving up. But we're not giving up. On this channel, we don't give up. We keep fighting ahead. We press ahead and know that things do get better. We enjoy this time that God has us here. Enjoy the ones around you, your family, your friends. And if some of you don't feel you have family or friends, know that God is there with you. You have a family here on the earth and you also have a heavenly family. You are not alone. It is already getting better for you. Are you okay? Just asking a question. Hope you are. If you live in your best light, continue to live in your best life. 
and just give God praise. Wherever you are, give him praise. Thank him every morning. Pray over your food. Sometimes we got to be reminded to just say thank you. Thank you, Lord. And not just when you get that brand new outfit or get that promotion, but to say thank you, Lord, for the breath in my body. As the old people used to say, the activity of my limbs. And that's something I'm working on daily as well, to just take those moments to say it. You may have it in your heart, but to open my mouth and say, God, thank you. We can make time for it. We got time for everything else, right? Okay, I hope you're doing well wherever you are. I hope all goes well for you. This is your season. Rest in God's love, his care. Rest in his presence. Know that he cares. I care. And someone is praying for you. This community cares. You are love. You have greatness inside of you. So many things God has in store for you. It's coming to pass. Keep pressing ahead. Don't stress. Be at rest. Know that God has the best for you. I love you. Until next time. Hope you was encouraged and inspired. Hey, family. As always, it is your favorite podcast host, Shari Mizzy. Welcome to Champ Faith Encouragement. I love you. You are my favorite listeners. Look, today we're going to jump right on in. What are we talking about today? We're talking about putting on the whole armor of God. That's right. Are you familiar with Ephesians 6? We got some homework for the week. It's talking about putting on the whole armor of God, the helmet of salvation. And this is just to name a little bit of armor. But again, we go do our research as we grow together in our faith in God. The helmet of salvation, the breastplate of, of righteousness. And this is in Ephesians chapter 6 in the New Testament of the Bible. The sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And we talk about the breastplate again and we talk about the buckle of truth and so forth and so on well whenever we put on the whole armor of God is to remind us that we are in a what a battle in this world we are in a spiritual warfare the warfare over our families our health our finances our state of 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 being as a country a nation there's a real battle going on as you looked around and we see these atrocities from wars and just some of the things that's happening in our city. It's a reminder that evil is in the world. Now, good is in the world. Thank God for Jesus. There is goodness in the world, but there is also evil that we have to deal with on a daily basis. What did Jesus say? The adversary goes to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. Therefore, we are to be watchful and vigilant. That means we are to be watchful of our surroundings. Vigilant means prayer, like staying on top of our game, watching and praying, being alert. 
to what's really happening. A lot of these things we see, we say, why would that person do this? There is a spiritual connotation behind that. They are being influenced by something that is of darkness. Because again, in Ephesians 6, it goes on down to talk about how we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirits, powers, and principalities, and spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, I'm going to pause for a second. Let's think of that again. Little Bible study today. That's right. It says we wrestle not. What is a wrestle? That means there's a fight going on. It's letting us know this is a fight going on, but it's not against, what does it say? In Ephesians chapter 6, and you can just read on down. Um, it talks about we wrestle against spirits, powers, and principalities there's levels of darkness of course we got angels we got god who is all powerful and has authority over all powers of darkness and has given us that authority but we're just he's letting us know what's going on this is a real spiritual battle that we in and we must pray we must be on our A game. We must be watchful and vigilant. It's so much in this world that comes to cloud our mind. Yes, it's some good can come from social media, but you want to be watching the right things and listening to the right things so that your soul and your spirit don't get polluted to distract you, to derail you. So we must put on that word of God, that worship, music, inspiration. And if you are needing to hear it while you drive, you know, if you don't have time to sit and read the scriptures or you can have something sent to your email that when you open it up, you get the verse of the day. Um, I'll mention one um, that I have signed up with once uh, a while back. It's called BibleGateway.com where you can get the verse of the day sent to your email as well as a uh, Bible just, you know, a, you know, for those that's into the technology. So we can read it on the go on your lunch break or just while you're driving or doing some type of work around the house to keep your spirit fortified because of the world that we in. There's a battle over your soul, my soul daily to keep us distracted, to keep us foggy. You got all this stuff out here, drugs, alcohol, you know, uh, illicit uh uh, sexual acts that's happening to just pull us off the way that uh, God has intended. And are we saying that uh, wine is wrong? No, but if it's in assets, are you getting into drunkenness? Well, we know the scripture speakers, speaks about that. And any type of abuse of any type of drug, you it clouds the mind and it keeps you from being watchful and vigilant. Because what did Jesus say? Your adversary, the devil... This is in the scriptures, goes to and fro. That means he goes backwards and forwards daily, looking to see whom he can devour. So he said, you better be watching and praying. Now, this isn't for us to be fearful because we have authority through Christ Jesus, but it's to be mindful that this is a real spiritual battle you are wrestling against as in ephesians 6 says chapter 6 that we're wrestling against a 
principalities and powers that come upon neighborhoods, families, that's coming upon the land to just to, to take us out if it can. So we're to put on the whole armor. You first want to know who God is. If you have questions about who God is, pray, God, reveal yourself to me. If you have questions about uh, who Jesus is, go to someone who you know that may know a little more and also pray and get an understanding. Uh, standing, excuse me, y'all, I'm getting so excited here. And so, but it's always a reminder even I have had to be reminded over the years, you know, sometimes when we deal with these things, we can just get in our natural of why, why would this person say this or do this? or Why is this not happening? But then we're reminded that you're in a spiritual battle and those areas of our soul that we have to, that's not yet, you know, yielded over to God that we deal with in people um, that we can sometimes hurt and offend one another. And we have to go to God to uh, make sure our hearts and mind is right. Um, as Christians or as believers, people that want to please God, we're not to go and try to get somebody back. Well, they said this to me. Well, shoot, you know what? I'm going to let them know. Well, you know what? They curse me out. I'm going to curse them out. Now, that's the natural temptation of the flesh. But we got to say, God, help me to do it your way. Help me to bless those that curse me and pray for those that despitefully use me and to do good to them that may not be doing me so good. And that's the scriptural. I may not be quoting it directly, but again, we go do our what? Homework on this channel. Well, there is also spiritual entities of, of darkness that may try to infiltrate your space. Some of you, um, I talked with someone, uh, actually I've talked to many people that sometimes say they deal with different dream interruptions. And those things, if it's, you know, of course we know God can speak through dreams and tell us, you know, certain signs and things to be aware of. But if you're dealing with any type of demonic process where you know you're dealing with stuff in your room, shaking, doors closing, keeping you up at night, that's not of God. He gives us his people rest. So you got to rebuke those things. Y'all remember that phrase? Rebuke. <laughs> rebuke in the name of Jesus. You got to plead the blood of Jesus over your home. And what does plead the blood for those you know, we hear that term sometimes. It just means that you're being in rem um, mindful of what was done at Calvary. And you can bless your home uh, by speaking blessings over your home, telling every entity, every demonic force or dark power, however you want to say it, to leave your home. You set your home as a home that the angels of God from heaven rest, that Jesus Christ club covers your home, covers your car. And if any demonic forces are operating around you, you get prayer partners. You get you go um go to church, be around those that are walking with God. You get prayer partners to pray with you as well. Pray yourself, but also have others to pray. And again, we don't walk in fear. We walk in the boldness and authority of Christ. And again, the Bible says that the righteous are bold as lions. We are to remember that we are to be bold as lions. It's not in our power nor in our might, but through the might of God that these things are done, that we have authority. Okay, you keep getting uh, cut from a job and you don't know why. Some people could say it's a coincidence. 
Yes, there may be a time that, okay, God may be guiding you another direction and he's trying to get your attention, but sometimes there could be uh, evil evil processes going on that you have to declare and decree no I will not be without a job and you break those things in the spirit realm sometimes you may have to include fasting Um, sometimes you may have to just also walk in acts of obedience have others to pray to to do all these things and of course living right you want to be you know doing what God has called you to do so that we can remove these principalities and powers that try to set up over our jobs over our families why does everybody keep getting sick in your family like man my aunt passed this my sister passed this everybody in my family has passed this now of course we're not throwing out the medical where sometimes they say it could be generational but then there's also spiritual um things that could be set up now i won't be able to go into the depths of this and definitely there are others that can really break this down. Uh, if you look on YouTube or find some of your pastors that are bishops that really go into an in-depth teaching in this area, uh, that's a good place to start. But just remember that we are in a spiritual warfare out here and we have to pray and we have to take authority over our atmospheres, over our home. You and your husband, um, this is for the wives you and your husband still be getting into it you know you love each other but like what is going on well just like we pray blessings you got people that will curse your relationship or they're jealous or envious and you have to come against those things you have to pray and man of god you got some things going on in your home you got to take authority over that and come in one accord with your spouse. You know what I'm saying? You don't want the enemy in there because the Bible says that a house divided cannot stand. So you have to pray. You have to uh, seek God's wisdom and live according to the word of God. Now, that still doesn't mean that we will not have tribulations in this world because we know the word of God says we will have tribulation in this world. But we are to be of good cheer because Jesus said he's overcome the world. Now, I'm going to end it here (laughs) because I just feel this flow like I could just go on and on because even I'm reminded that I'm in a battle. And um, I think some of the segments before, if this again is you're uh, you're new to the channel or the podcast, definitely check out some of the um other segments where I talk a little I believe about spiritual warfare maybe a couple of months ago and this is something that we have to continue to be reminded and I brought that up because I believe in one of the segments way back where I talk of an instance where I had to be reminded a couple of years ago um, when something jumped off and I was getting bothered by it and I remember an older woman had to walk by she just overheard like baby don't get don't let these principalities and powers throw you off she was just like you got the light of christ shining through you and when she said it i felt like she was an angel from god sent to remind me when people start acting up um you know you in a place of business trying to take care of some stuff and don't you let them pull you where they are and it's not not to say that God don't love these people too, but if they're operating in their flesh and the enemy is using that situation, 
you don't let it get to you. You remember that you are a child of God. Remember you do your warfare in the spiritual realm. You pray for these people. You don't allow the enemy to get in your heart because all he do is sit back and laugh when we give in and let him operate through our lives. Well, didn't I say a few minutes ago I was going to end on this? <laughs> well, I hope you got something out of this. I just want you to remember we're putting on the whole armor of God. The helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and go read it. Ephesians chapter six in the New Testament. Um, and it, it goes on into a little depth about a lot of what I just uh, was speaking about. But remembering that we are in a battle and we are to pray. Now, we doesn't mean that we sit in the house and, and don't do anything. We still have to go out, go to work, uh, exercise for those that's dealing with things and their health. We still have to do the part that we play but we also have to be praying. We also have to remember the spiritual side. And then also for some of you that may be dealing with different areas of the heart that need to be healed. I want you to talk to your Lord and savior and let him heal you. Let him deliver you of any fears, any doubts, any um, shame in your life, whatever you may be going through. The Lord came to set you free and you can call on him right where you are and he loves you right now today all right your friend shari missy thanks for checking this out and do come back have a blessed day all night wherever you are god bless you bye Thank you for tuning in, Champ Faith Encouragement, your favorite podcast host, Shari Missy. And you know that you are my favorite podcast listeners. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Definitely follow if you have it across the platforms. Check out some of the other episodes and share these segments with your family and friends. Well, I want to take a moment to say a prayer. We're in the month of March 2023. Yes, you made it. We call this March. A lot of people say madness, but I actually saw that a church had on their little banner it said march gladness and i said wow i like that instead of march madness the much month where it seems like what is going on with this weather i like that march gladness all right so since we're in the month of march and there's gladness i want to say a prayer you got your prayer requests you got your prayer concerns Put all those prayer concerns, get them in the forefront of your mind and your heart. You know who hears them. You know he sees you. You might as well express it. He knows, you know. Well, it's praying time, church. Prayer for the month of March. God, we thank you for this month that we have made it to. We thank you for March gladness. We thank you that everything we touch is prospering. We are blessed. We are unified in our mind. We have peace over our soul. We have peace in our family. We have peace in our finances. We have peace everywhere in our health again, over our spirits, over our destinies and our futures, even our presence. Present day, Lord, we say thank you. God, we say thank you for what you are doing. 
what you're about to do. And Lord, may we glorify you in everything we do and say. Help us to be sensitive to our your leading. And Lord, may we obey your will and your commands. Any way in us, Lord, we submit to you. We surrender to you. And we ask anything that's in us that's not of you, that you continue to work your good plan through us, your good pleasure of the things that you have ordained for us before the foundation of the world. God, we just ask for this month that we see prosperity, power, anointing, and manifestation of great things. And Lord, we ask that you give us the grace to do your perfect will. May your plan for our lives come to pass and may we say yes to your will. Lord, we pray of divine uh, shielding, offense all around our homes, our place of work, our businesses, our ministries, Whatever it is that pertains to your children, Lord, we just ask a divine protection. Lord, no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And we thank you, Lord, that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. You said in your word, where two or three are gathered in your name, you are in the midst. And if we ask anything according to your will, it is done. So, God, we thank you right now. So whatever it is that your people have specifically that they're praying for, may their requests that are according to your will and plan be made manifest. And Lord, may there be no worry, no anxiety, no anxiousness, no fear, no doubt, but clarity, joy, peace, understanding, unity, Lord, we just thank you that you hear us and we know that these things are coming to pass. We pray this in your son Jesus name. Amen. Hello, thank you for tuning in to Champ Faith Encouragement. I'm your favorite podcast host, Shari Missy, and y'all know, as always, I'm talking to my favorite podcast listeners. Well, thank you for tuning in. Of course, you know, on this podcast, we are growing together as a community in our faith as we are growing closer to God and discovering more of who he is and what he has said. In this community, we offer love and we're just praying for one another. I'm praying for you. Pray for me and welcome. Well, today we're going to just jump right in. As always, I want to talk today about where you stand. That's right. Let's reason together. As the Bible say, if you serve God, then serve him. And the Bible says, if you serve the enemy, where it says Baal, then serve him. But in Revelations, it talks about, I don't want you hot or cold. I don't want you straddling the line. You're on this side. You're on this side. Now, does that mean we're perfect? No, Jesus was the only perfect one. And he came that we can now have a relationship with God by believing in our hearts and confessing with our mouth. Now, 
in this life, we still, after we receive God, we still walk in this thing out. He cleansed us from our sins. He was that atoning sacrifice. And he rose again the third day. Now, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father. And how do we know this? We know it by the Spirit when you invite him into your hearts. But now, I'm talking today about who you're going to serve. Or we could say where you stand. Now, what it boils down to is, if you're with God, you need to serve him. Now, what does serve mean? Try to live the way he wants you to live. No, we'll just say this, live the way he wants you to live. Well, to some may say, well, how do I know how and where God wants me to live. That's when we start with knowing what the Bible says. Many sometimes people say, well, the Bible was written by man, but let's think about it. All books were written by men. All books was written by men about all religions, about anything we know in this world, it was written by a man, but we still believe some of it to be true, correct? If they tell you this is what's in your brain, in the book, you believe it. If they say this is what this is, this is how you put this together, whatever field you read it in, you believe it. So now we have a Bible that was still God-inspired and written by man. And of course, we say some of the books of the Bible might have wasn't in there or not in there. But I like what someone said, even in what we consider an imperfect world, a Bible that was written through an imperfect man, God can still speak. Just like he uses us today, he still speaks to us through imperfect people. Kind acts are still done through imperfect people, but God can still use these imperfect processes. And so, through reading the word of God is where we find how we live. He gave us commandments of how to live. He's given us rules, not so that he could just say, I'm a God and just do what I say do and I could care less of what's going on here. God does care. That's why he in the form through his son, Jesus came and walked the earth so that he could be touched with all the infirmities, uh, all the things that we go through in this world and have compassion that now we have a father, which is a high priest that's in heaven that we can talk to. And he knows because Jesus came, what we are going through, that we can talk to him and say, God, I need help in this area. Whatever your struggle may be, God has made a way for you to live this life the way he called us to live. But you first got to make a decision. Which team are you on? Are you on the Lord's side? Or are you on the enemy side? Now, you can say, well, I'm on the Lord's side, but sometimes I do this. Well, I'm first speaking about your allegiance. Have you come to say, God, I serve you through your son, Jesus Christ. I receive you and I'm going to live the way you tell me to live. That's the first start. Then he has other rules and um, ways 
for us to live, to walk in love, to be kind to one another, to say good things to one another. And when you do fall short, that's why he came so that you now can receive grace and mercy. Now, we don't take that to just say, well, since Jesus came and since I'm under grace, I could just do whatever I want to do. No, as Paul said in the New Testament, God forbid, we're not going to take what took place at Calvary to on purpose do things that is not pleasing to God and say, well, okay, God, forgive me so I can go out here and do this. God, forgive me. I could talk to him or her any way I want to. I can lie, chill, steep, steal, do whatever I wanted to because God forgives me. Well, yes, he does forgive you, but there are consequences for your actions. Just like any parent that will discipline their child and even the government for anything that you do that breaks a rule, there are consequences. When God is saying to us today, where do you stand? You can't be over here in the world and say, well, I'm with God, but I'm going to live how I want to live. No. If your allegiance is to God, serve God. Remember, you got a decision to make. No more straddling the line or straddling the fence or backsliding as the word of God said. If you have backslidden and got off course, haven't been in the word, walking in the way, it's time to return home. God loves you. Remember remember the particle son when he took all his uh wealth and he lived the way he wanted to live he left his father's home but then when he came to himself asked God for forgiveness he went back to his father and his father received him with open arms that's what I want you to know today that your father your heavenly father receives you with open arms I know some of you may say well I did this I did that you did do that But now you can repent before the Lord and come back home. Remove the guilt, remove the shame, and serve the King of Kings, the one who made you and created you for his glory and purpose. There is a purpose for your life. Your life matters. It doesn't matter if you're a school teacher, if you're a homemaker, if you're a mechanic, bus driver, businessman, minister, a crossing guard, a sanitation worker. It doesn't matter. And some of you may be homeless, on drugs right now. Whatever you're dealing with in the streets, walking the streets, when you call upon the Lord, he will answer. He will come get you. He will save your soul. And this is what it's all about. Where do you stand? You can't be on the devil's side and on God's side. You got to be on the Lord's side. Now, again, I am not saying that you will not make mistakes here. You will not fall short, but you are to call on God to get it right. You are to read the word of God so that you can live right. Some of you may require uh, spending time with the word, spending time around positive people. If you're trying to go on the right path, you can't be with the group that's going down the wrong path. Okay, that is just a little nugget here again. This is not an in-depth study. 
But again, just some of the uh, verses that you can look up during this uh, podcast today is in Revelations, where it talks about, I will wish you were either hot or cold, but because you're lukewarm, God said I was going to spew you out of my mouth. That's in Revelations. Then there's another scripture um, that talks about watching where we stand. You know, if you are with the Lord, you must be with him. You know, if God be God, then serve him. Which side are you on? There's blessings and there's cursings. You want to be on the blessed side. You want to be doing what God said. You want to be making a earnest effort to live the way he said. And when he shows you those areas that you need to get in order, don't run from the Lord. Just turn and say, God, I need your help. Help deliver me out of this. Help get me out of this. Jesus came to set the captives free. And if you abound in any area, you can be set free. In fact, be set free right now. If you've been calling out to God for some freedom, may you receive your freedom. For you that's been saying, God, I really don't know who you are. I need some understanding. Receive that clarity now. You want to know the truth? God bless you with the truth right now. May this week you find yourself closer to him, more knowledgeable about who he is, and do the work that he's created you to do. Your life matters. Your life is important to God. It is important to God and he cares for you. There are people that care for you too. But just know that God knows the plans he has for you and it's to prosper you and not to harm you. That's in Jeremiah 29 in the Old Testament. Well, I hope you got something out of this message today. Yes, we are here to encourage each other, lift one another up as we're growing in our faith in God. Definitely follow whichever platform you're on listening to this podcast check out some of the other segments and um i've mentioned in one of the episodes before we will in the future do some things different where we may turn and do a couple of interviews but until next time i want you to stay safe know that as you're going to always hear me say that god hand is upon you he cares we care and god bless you all right love you bye-bye